podcast our purpose is to positively building men both young and seasoned our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives families and communities as a man thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime get ready to be encouraged engaged and challenged in this podcast you would expect to know what men go through hear us laugh cry share our personal challenges in this walk of life as a man thinks. Welcome back to As a Man Think. I am the Vice President Deshaun Brown. President Courtney Venus. This nigga ain't even know who he was for a second. Treasurer, <laughs> as, as, as a man thinks. Ninja, ninja, ninja. <laughs> so, I mean, so we're gonna start out the podcast like that, bro. You know, you just go call me out. We didn't even we we just started, bro. We had a long we call. just started. Look, <laughs> vice president. Look, Deshaun, vice president, as a man. Look, we got uh, four. We got uh, oh shoot, what the hell am I? Uh, oh, the president. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look. First of all, look. Welcome back to as a man thinks. Uh, you know we appreciate you taking out the time to listen to us to watch the YouTube. I mean, it's just amazing. Our, our last podcast and just the feedback that we got was incredible. I told y'all that during the podcast, we were getting people that was texting us and people was hitting us up and they was like, yo, it's incredible. Okay. The feedback that we got from women, the feedback that we got from men, uh, it was amazing. So we're going to go ahead and jump into part two. You know, it got very, very intense. Uh, on the podcast, I mean, we talked about some things that I didn't think was going to be as a biggest buzz as it was, but that I found out that there's a ton of men that feel like women is trying to wear the pants in their household, or women is trying to, you know, tell them what to do as men. Um, and uh, it was very, very touchy. But I will tell you, it was a lot of women that 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 tuned in also and said, I don't want to have to wear the pants in my household, but I don't have a choice because the men that I got ain't wearing the pants. I'm like, whoa, right? So it was a whole bunch of different perspective, but uh, we're going to jump into it. Yeah, so like I was saying on the last podcast when I was uh, trying to rewrite the ship, I was just asking, uh, you know, the last question I, we left off on was, do, do we think that that's a test? Because we kind of talked on the last podcast about being tested so do we think or do you think do you guys out there think and in the panel up here could that be a form of a test is where you getting tested by your spouse or significant other as to who gonna be wearing the pants in the family no i don't think it's a test i just think that women want to be in control i mean that's just my opinion you know um for a long time when you think about it right if you go back to the days of where men worked in the fields, or let's not even go there. All right. If you go back to the days where men brought home the bacon and they were the ones that was the CEOs of company and they're the ones that owned the business, most of the times the women would be homemakers. 
They would stay home. They would take care of the kids. They would take care of the house. And then when that man come home, he would expect some things, right? He would expect dinner. He expect clothes being laid out. He expect all these different things. Now we got in the mode of, why are you expecting me to do all this extra stuff? I work just as hard as you. I'm out the house working just as hard as you. So it should be 50-50. I should come home and you should have my clothes ironed sometimes. I should come home and you should have cooked dinner if you got home before me, right? So I personally think that it's just a, a time of the time that we're in right now and how the world perceives relationships and the world perceives what they what they want i think there's men out there that are selfish but i think there's a lot of selfish women as well yeah i agree and again i you know we're, we're all grown here i know as men i mean we're not barbaric right we don't think we came in at certain things like i make dinner for my family i know this man made dinner for his family because i eat over here all the time when he's making something for the family so and, and i know my brother over here cooks as well so we're not saying that certain roles are you just this way, you're that way. But, you know, I've always heard it said that, you know, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? And it says that he finds a gift. But I also heard that we are to love our wives like Christ loved the church, which to me, how does Christ love the church? What is it that Christ gave for the church? His life. Life. So to me, that's sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, it's a level of sacrifice. So, you got to understand, if I'm going to go out here, and regardless of how much you make, because we keep talking about money and all of that, and, I mean, that's a part of it. But to me, it's a sacrifice, right? When you look at when you look at women, women are seen as providers, even if they make money. Like, when you, if a man's not doing his job, you're like, if, if a man's not providing, we say he's not doing his job, right? But if a home's not in order, most times we say that woman's not doing her job. We're not saying it's the woman. The woman's not getting looked on but because there's no provision. Provision is looked at by men. Men have that responsibility. So there's different roles. And to me, when it says sacrifice, so when you say, you know, I'm supposed to love my wife and sacrifice, to me, that's part of sacrifice. I'm not going to sacrifice you if i got to compete. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not going to be a competition of who's going to, and we're saying wear the pants in the family. But to me, that's lead the family. It, it basically means you want to lead the family. There's no competition. The husband is responsible for that. When y'all stand before God, he's going to look at that husband and say, do you did your part? Did you do your role? Did you step up and be the man that you need to be? Did you stand in the gap to be the person that you're supposed to be? And if you didn't, you got to be held accountable for that. Your wife ain't going to be held the same accountable. She's a helpmate to you. She's a helpmate to you. She's not going to be held to the same responsibility that you are held to in my eyes. So there's no same level to me. Uh, okay, we'll receive. I um, I definitely feel that. Uh, I do definitely. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in in gender roles as well. And and I allude to what you were saying. Um, yeah, I do a lot of things around the house. I I cook. I'll clean. I'll do whatever it is. If you were in a gender role relationship where you feel like the man's supposed to go out and work and provide, and the woman's supposed to stay at home and clean up. Um, I think that that. That world, I don't really think, I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. You got a few people that can maintain that lifestyle, but right now, we definitely, especially financially, takes two to make it. Now, I don't believe in, like, um, 
I don't I don't necessarily believe that every man, and even though the men man was built built to lead, I think you still have to be a leader, if that makes sense. Not everybody was born to lead, unfortunately. Um and that's within the household and, and also within a job setting or, or whatever it whatever it may be. If you're not built to be a leader, it's hard for somebody to follow. So even though just because you're a man, if if the woman don't feel like what you're saying makes sense or whatever the case may be, it's going to be kind of hard for her to just say, well, because I'm a woman, I'm just going to follow you. You have to naturally be a leader in order to get her to follow you. So you're um, in a bad situation if you got a woman that don't feel your leadership or what you say is in order and she can't follow that. That's a tough situation. Dang. That's a tough situation. You see it all the time, though. I, you see it all the time. You you see women complaining about what a, a person don't do or can't do or or the decisions that a person make. And you may see it. And, 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 and I know I may have seen it a time or two, even with people that I may have been dealing with. Like, I don't know if that was the smartest decision. You know, you probably could have did something better. Maybe people that have habits or something like that. So say like you have a person, I'm just going to call a guy. I'm going to call a spade a spade. The person that my mama was with, he wasn't a leader. My mama ran the household. And not my not my father. My father was, but the, per the, the step dude, he wasn't a leader. He had gambling issues. He didn't know how to pay no bills. He just didn't know how to do nothing. So the only way that the household was actually able to run was by my mom's leadership. So I've seen it firsthand where the man was just not capable of leading. And so the woman had to step in and lead. He, it was multiple things that he couldn't do, didn't know how to do. It, it, it was crazy. But, but for me, I had my father for 13 years and just within those 13 years, I seen how they communicate with each other. I seen who led and who made what decisions and stuff like that. So I've seen a leader. Sometimes you don't have the men that, that may grow up in a household where they just have a mom or something like that. And you see the mom leading, but she's not a man. So sometimes you have those, Men that grow up and not necessarily know how to lead to be a leader. So then you're the perfect example. So you're somebody who actually, while a woman was leading the home in position that a man should have been. Mm -hmm. So how did that affect you? Because you're literally the bride product of that. You're the Well, I could tell you how it affected him. That's the reason why he tried on women clothes. Because of the simple fact of, of his situation and how he was raised. But what the one thing I want to know is. Why do you think your mom chose him? You know because what? your mom, before him, had a man that was your father that was a true leader and that led the house. So for me, and, and this is just my thought. Obviously, I'm not in her head. For me, I think my mom lost her leader she lost the love of her life. She lost the person that she was going to follow. I think she was just looking more uh, uh, for a, a, a companionship. Maybe, you know, somebody to be yeah. friends with. You know what I mean? Not not somebody that's going to really dictate to her what she can and can't do, how she's going to do it, or whatever. And just so happened, this guy came in. And, at the perfect time. At the perfect time. Mm. She was 
you know, doing whatever it was she was doing, and he don't even know how to, so she was still able to control and live her life how she how she wanted to, and didn't even have to deal with him trying to make a decision or whatever because she was making all the decisions. He was just a, a a stepping stone, so to speak, or just a person, as Deshaun said, he was he was he was in the gap, but he was just a feeling in the gap, not in the gap, standing strong as a leader. He was just, you know how you know how the the friend zone. But they, but they were married. She just wanted somebody to be with at the time, and that's. My Let me opinion. just say this. Let me give you my opinion. I mean, I, you know, we've been friends for a long time. I ain't even, I ain't even get a chance to meet your mom. But first of all, the first thing was your mom was in Alabama. It wasn't a lot of choices. Okay, I mean, I mean, let's just let's just look, let's just let's just call a spade a spade. It wasn't a lot of choices. Okay, she was in Alabama. Okay, but do you think on a serious note that she chose him because she wanted to protect you and your brother and never wanted another man to dictate to you in that manner that your dad, the person that birthed you, had had that right in your life and she never wanted to give it to another man. So she so she compromised. I never really thought of it. As as such, but that could have been uh, a thought. Because um, she knew he wasn't going to tell y'all nothing. He wasn't going to dictate to y'all. He wasn't going to whoop y'all. He wasn't. he wasn't doing any of that. And do you think that she did it because she was in the, the aspect of protecting her sons? I mean, it could be that, but then it was almost as if everything that he had it was almost when 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 she started talking to him, and I say a friend because you know, as like as we grew up, we we spent more time with our mom, and you know, but like as children, she was being a mom and trying to take care of us, so we can't hang out like that. So it was more or less she really brought him in, and when you look at it from a different from from my lens, he was like another kid because whenever he came in. He he was living with his mom. Just he was he was fifty years old, still living with his mama. He didn't have a car. He didn't have anything. So when he got with my mom, by her working at the school board for so long, she was able to provide him with a job. She was able to provide him with a car, and she it was just a again like I say, just more of a companion friendship, somebody to be around because. I used to ask all the time when he'd be gone, like where he at. She'd be like, I don't know. I didn't ask him where he was going, nor do I care. Like it was, it wasn't, it wasn't like how she was with my dad. Like my dad told her if she was going out, she better be in the house at a certain time. And if not, then A, B, and C was gonna happen. Like with this nigga, she do whatever she wanted to do. Nah, I got a devil's advocate though. So your mother had to wear the pants in the relationship. She did. And is that is that right or wrong? That's tough, D. That's tough because, but again, it was a choice. She didn't have to. She could have found another man that was just like your dad, that was an alpha male. She chose. But I still go back to the fact of, did she choose because she was in the mindset of protecting you and your brother? I think she chose just somebody to chill with. You know what? To be perfectly honest, I don't really think she ever 
you know, I think she loved him, uh, his friendship or love him being around or something like that. But there's a difference between loving and being in love. Like being in love, I don't think she actually was in love because even with being married to him, her wishes when she died was still to be buried beside my dad. Whether he well, that's was, tough. Right. It wasn't a oh well, you know, when I die, you know, I didn't met this guy, you know, changed my word. No, it was I still it, she lost the love of her life. And I don't think that she was actually looking to have another person like him to fill that void. She just wanted somebody to go play cards with, go kick it with, go travel with, just so she's not by herself. Mm. That's what I that's 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 my thought behind it because that's no he never told us nothing. Of course, he even had nothing to give us. Um, so he was just really there for her. Like he wasn't even there for us. So when you say, I guess like, did she make that decision? She probably made a decision that yeah, I'll just take me somebody that's gonna be my friend, but I don't, I don't need him. You know, I don't need him to run my household. I'm gonna run it how I'm gonna run it. All right, I, I, I gotta go back to this now. So. All right, so if y'all haven't seen the Kurt Franklin documentary, Kurt Franklin basically has a man in his life who he thought was his dad. Oh, wow, boy, I thought you were going way left on that one. No, no, no. <laughs> he had a man in his life that he thought was his dad. And he says in the documentary, when the man died, Kurt said, look, I'm dealing with all these issues. I have these issues. And I needed you to speak into my life. And he said, when he told him, he says, I'm struggling with all this stuff because you never spoke into my life. He thought this was his father. And the guy said, I can see that. I can see that. And that's all he could give. Now, the, the whole point of the documentary is he comes to find out that that wasn't his dad. He actually found out who his real father was. And him and his real father connected. So I guess my question with your situation there was, in other ways, we're going different ways, but was, did he even feel like he had the authority to be able to do certain things in the home? Because knowing he wasn't your father, he and he, he had some things that he was dealing with, probably you know, staying with his mom and not having a car. I mean, he was already kind of going to call him a loser, but I mean, he already had some stuff going on that was tough. So, your mom made a choice for a reason, but but did he also feel like he, he could because he had nothing to give y'all? I mean, he may have loved your mom, but he definitely didn't have love for y'all. So, you know, what could he have given in that situation? Let me just add one thing. He no no. Let me just add one thing, and you know, and I don't. I know we have a lot of people that watch our podcast. Okay, I right, and this is strictly my opinion. So if you come for me, come for me. This is not his opinion. He was a loser. He's still a loser now. At the end of the day, for what we know about him, and what I'm told about him, he a straight sucker. How he handled. And, and mishandle his mother all the way up until it was time for her to pass away. He was still no good. He was still not available. Even when he had the funds from her, he still did nothing for these boys. So he didn't love them. No. He, all he was was a user. Mm -hmm. he, was he, felt that he, he found an opportunity to be with somebody that had something and said, I could live the rest of my life on this person. So what we tell, so so and we got females out there, we got other females out there. What do we say to females in a situation maybe like your mom? 
do you find that companion who may be a loser who might not have the best interest, or do you continue to try to go through and figure out things yourself? I mean, I, you know what? I think that would probably have to come from a female perspective because I'm not, you know, a, a female and they train and thought and what they want and what they're looking for, uh, and, and even in my mom. But I think, like, for the men, I don't think some men out there and I and I, and I and I've seen it. I don't think some men out there, and he would be one of them, want to be a leader. I don't even think he wanted to be a leader. He he she came into his life at the perfect time because he was staying with his mama. What was his mama doing? Paying the bills and taking care of him. He was looking for somebody to take care of him. Right. And my mom was able to provide him with a job, provide him with a car, provide him with a roof over his head because it wasn't like we moved into his house. You know what I mean? Like he came and moved in to her house that she had. So it was, I don't, he didn't want to leave. He was comfortable where he was and he had issues. You, you, you ain't already ain't got no money, but you got a gambling issue. Bro, you ain't got no money. Why are you out there gambling? So he didn't want to leave. I mean, the things that he was doing wasn't benefiting her or, or definitely not us. So I don't, you know, him conversing with us was very small. The things that we did know about him were try to, when he came around, I mean, we found out a lot of different things by just playing games. Like, I don't think he was capable of doing a whole lot. Like, he can't read, and he, wow. it was a whole lot of stuff going on. With so that's guy. interesting. That's And, and, and that, that takes us to a whole nother perspective, okay? Because we've been talking about, it, it's almost been like, the fight for man's rights, right? Right. Right? But what happens if there's men that are out there that are comfortable and they don't even desire to lead? Well, and, and I go back to your original question. So when you spoke in the last episode about, you know, a woman trying to tell you or trying to be in a position where the pants, I'm taking that perspective of someone who is already wearing the pants and doing what they need to do. Someone who's walking in their role, someone who's walking the things they need to do, not someone like you know the man that Kyrie's mom married, but someone who's actually doing what needs to be done, leading that family. And then they get the friction of a wife saying, "Hey, I need to be a little more than what my role is." Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a division. That's the division mm -hmm. of roles. That's the separation of understanding of what the marriage is meant to be. Now, I think if you're leading, you're doing what you need to do as a man. Women, I want to hear from you, but why would you step into that and say, no, nah, I need to do more than what I need to do if he's leading and doing what he's supposed to Why well, would that be the case? I'm going to say this. Again, for our viewers, I always have to give a disclaimer, okay? There's always a disclaimer that's got to be given, okay? If you're a man out there and you have no issues with allowing your woman to lead and you just follow, you're a sucker. You a lame-ass nigga, okay? At the end of the day, if you can allow someone to support you, give you direction, and I'm not saying in a workplace. I'm talking about some place where you're supposed to lead in your household. You're a sad individual as a man because I'm telling you right now, it feels fantastic to go out, work hard, and carve a place in life 
for your family. All right, Courtney can go on and on, and it looked like we're going to have to have a part three to this because, hey, that time went by real fast. But, hey, y'all can definitely reach us on asamanthings.org. You can uh, hear us. on you Watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify. I mean, uh, we got a, a few events coming up, uh, Deshaun. Yeah, so November 20th, we got an event going where we're feeding the homeless. Uh, we're also be doing some uh, care packages for the homeless. And then we have another event in December, uh, one on the ninth, and I believe one on the sixteenth, where we're going to be giving out toys to uh, unprivileged children. Two communities, one out in Baldwin County, another one out in Atlanta. So you definitely want to be a part. So please give. It's tax deductible. You can give. We'll make sure that you get the information so you can write it off. But definitely give. Um, shout out to my my juice study here. But don't get it twisted. You're going to see some other man thinks uh, uh, apparel stuff comes from swag. So you'll see some. Some, term, some thermos and some different things, but it's not just going to be that sign back that you're going to see us uh, really swagged out rather than man things. So appreciate your support. Appreciate all that you give. Any final thoughts? Hey, stay tuned for part three. Peace. As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission, and become legacy-driven, visit our website, asamanthinks.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthinks.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be a legacy-driven, as a man thinks.